Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 28th. Pink shirt day in Canada. Listen, I'll be honest. Most of the days were trash. Like most of the days on the national day of whatever. Not just, not days in general, but most of the days on that calendar, uh, they were trash. Except for it's also pancake day. And I feel like I talk about pancakes too much. You know, there's there's Kim always talking about pancakes. Um, so this one's nice. Also on Wednesdays, we were pink, so... This is actually an anti-bullying campaign that was started in Canada and now gets celebrated on the last Wednesday in February in other countries as well, including America. Hey, don't bully. Unless you're bullying the bullies. Then bully the bullies. Uh, Is that anything? And now, the news. Let's start with the news that, on Tuesday... Two men in Queens were found guilty for the 2002 murder of Jam Master J. 22 years after the murder and three and a half years after the arrest, the two men were found guilty in a 10-count indictment that included one count of murder and nine counts of various cocaine trafficking crimes. Of the two men arrested, one was a childhood friend of Jay's and the other was his godson. The delay in charging was blamed in part on the very real and reasonable fear of the witnesses who were in the studio at the time of the murder and knew the two men who are now facing 20 to life or the death penalty. This is news from last week that I never mentioned, and I'm sorry, but it is no less exciting. Ruth Gotsman, the widow of a stockbroker billionaire, has made a billion, with a B, billion dollar donation to Albert Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx, transforming the school into a tuition-free school. This is not only possibly the largest donation to any U.S. medical school, but the location is also an incredible choice. The school is in one of the most impoverished parts, not just of the city, but the state of New York. This is a game changer for those students, that school, the city, and I'm not being facetious here when I say medicine in general, because anytime you can diversify, because anytime you can diversify not just the demographics, but the experience, family home life, and economics of something like medical school, you're going to be absolutely knocked right out of your socks by the positive change that you'll see. A city about 30 miles northeast of Amarillo, Texas, has been evacuated after the Smokehouse Creek fire, which started Monday afternoon, jumped the freeway. As of this recording, the fire has grown to more than 250,000 acres and jumped into Oklahoma as well. The fire is already the fifth largest in Texas's history, with its rapid spread being blamed on climate change that has caused dry land and high winds. And in vaguely related news, as in these stories are different, but it all boils down to how our planet is boiling, Mexico City, which is one of the largest cities in the world with a population of almost 22 million, is about to run out of water in the city. Climate change, as well as urban development and leaky infrastructure, are being blamed for a severe water shortage that leads many to believe that the city is going to run out of water in three months. Currently, taps are already running dry for days in part of the city. So there's, there's not much more to report there, but it's not great news. 
On Tuesday, the Alabama State Senate took their first steps to protect IVF in the state through the introduction of two bills that would provide immunity from both civil and criminal liability for IVF providers. This is a classic get-caught-trying technique because Republicans have a supermajority in the state, but just even trying to get this bill out there accomplishes two things. First, it forces those in the Senate Health Care Committee to say where they stand on things. And then if they're able to get these two bills out of committee and out to the entire state Senate, that would force everybody in the state Senate to put on a vote how they feel about this. It also signals to potential voters in the state to maybe some of them are Republican, but care about things like IVF, that, hey, there's a party that is fighting for them and they are welcome to cast a vote for that party instead. It's also just the right thing to do. When you're fighting for rights, when you're fighting for something you truly believe in, when you're fighting for something that is net positive, get caught trying. And of course, Tuesday saw Michiganders head into the polls in both the Democratic and Republican primaries. I considered waiting to talk about this until tomorrow, and I probably will talk about this tomorrow, spoiler alert, but there are results in now, with both Trump and Biden shocking no one, except for Dean Phillips probably, by winning each of their primaries. What makes Michigan interesting, besides the fact that they're great, and I'm not just saying that because my family's there, is there is a strong Listen to Michigan campaign that urged Democrats to vote uncommitted instead of for Biden as a way to protest his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. As of this recording, uncommitted has 14.9% with only 18% of the vote in. So who knows how that'll actually turn out, but it has been interesting to watch and it will be interesting to break down those numbers. And although everyone will likely frame this as Trump having yet another amazing night, with 22% of the vote in, Trump has 66.1% of the vote, and Nikki Haley has 29.3% of the vote. So Trump has 66.8% of the vote. He's going to get framed as like, yeah, nobody's ever done this amazing in their entire lives. I can't even, I didn't even know numbers went that high. Um, and Biden has 79.8% of the vote. And they're going to be like, and Biden also, whew, tough night for Biden. But Biden, that's more percent, you know? Anyway, uh, votes are still being counted because thanks to their Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, as well as the voters who signed on board with it and voted for it, the state has made it much easier to vote over the last few years, including expanding the option to vote by mail to anybody. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the final numbers when they come through. To be perfectly honest, I don't even want to be recording this part right now because so little of the vote is in and it'll just be so interesting to see how things actually end up shaken out. Um, it feels weird to like give you those percentages. But uh, the main thing is Trump won, Biden won, Dean Phillips still in the race somehow. You know, I don't love it, but who are we to squash this guy's dream? You know, he's never going to be president. And with his little... Um, 5,820 votes that he's gotten so far. It's not like this is someone who um, we're shaking in our boots over, but we'll see how it goes. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of Canadians. Pink shirted Canadians. You know who you are. But more than a chocolate souffle, because it is also chocolate souffle day, because you are also dusted in powdered sugar. You know what? I'm leaning into it. Hey, hey. 
because you are also dusted in powdered sugar. Nope, actually, it's worse when I lean into it. Because you're great. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs>